You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Like a minute and a half ago and just let you guys think. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I don't know. Maybe we did. We're all about talking about hitting that on this podcast. So, Uh, Let's make it happen. Let's go. Okay. Hello, lovers. Hit him with the... My name... Oh, I don't even know how we start this anymore. Hello, lovers. Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world that things that you love that we might have missed, the show where you come to discover the best things you never knew existed, and the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you gotta love it. My name is Koji. I am a part-time musician and uh, full-time on a really hardcore diet. I don't know. Did I tell you about this? No. Oh, yeah, it sucks. And uh, with me, as always, is my good friend and future award winner, Woo! Andrew Patterson. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed. That's why I'm dressed like this, just so you guys know. And I don't normally dress just like so this to go to work. Know. Yeah. That's why Andrew dressed like this. Yes. And... Well, it's our first time meeting. I didn't, you know, I don't know if... I don't want you guys to think that I just... Uh, my comfort wear yeah, for recording a podcast is a suit, you know? <laughs> we got some special guests on this one. We don't always have guests, but on this episode, we got some special guests. The stars. What? Is it safe to say stars? What? Stars? Too late. Yeah. Already did. <laughs> of the <laughs> Fair Trade series, Daryl and Aaron. Hey, guys. Hey. Can, yeah. we ta- can we talk a little bit about what that is? Let's talk about fair trade. Well, we will. But, oh, we will later? You want to do that later? We yeah. going to talk about the too content soon, first? Soon, yeah. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. Oh, okay. Until the beginning. It's, you, but you guys <laughs> host the show. <laughs> no, actually, why don't... We should do that. We should do like a swapsies. You guys can host, and we'll talk about content that we don't like. Hey, what's up? Uh, my name's Well, I'm not Aaron prepared for Carter. this. <laughs> Whoa. What, the the Aaron the, Carter? Oh, no. Does is that, this going to be... Does that come up a lot? Uh, <laughs> times i've told people that i'm in a show <laughs> no. with aaron carter what do you mean no of course yes no. that's and everyone's like oh my god he's made it that's what they say i cannot tell you how many times i've gone to some kind of checkout and they're like oh my god I how would my name come up like buying a coffee and they're like aaron carter anyway it's uh, it's spelled differently it's a blessing uh, and a, a curse. It's a big point of contention in my career. Yeah, I bet. We're, we're constantly at odds, Aaron Carter and I. <laughs> it's actually how she booked the show. They thought they were booking Aaron Carter. Aaron ah, Carter. and they got me. But everyone who uh, I've spoken to who references you makes sure to use a middle initial. Right. So you're you know, safe. You know, I really needed to separate myself. You know, I was yeah. like, uh-uh. Also, uh-uh, what? 90s pop sensation. You have a pretty strong management team if everyone <laughs> has corrected Koji. Oh, yeah. What's the middle yeah, initial? I don't know. Oh, if he doesn't know it, then the management team can't be that great. No, it's M. M. Yeah. That, that has Aaron nothing to do with the Carter. management no, team. That has to do with my memory. Yeah, fair. I <laughs> yeah, I uh, also, Actra was like, we already have an Aaron Carter. Of course they do. Yeah. So Shit. Like, yeah, when I was in school, there was two yeah. Andrew Pattersons at the same time. I was Andrew Patterson too, and I was like, "Oh, that's probably because there was an Andrew Patterson like 15 years ago." Oh, isn't that the no. worst though? Those two like little, literally while I was the there, I met him. Next to your name, that's Which what I didn't want. Andrew, I was like, "Nah." Which one was older? I think I was older actually, you but I was older? the two. two? Yeah, oh. I was older, but I think he started his program before I did. I don't know, whatever. Rob, Who fucking Rob. cares? But well, Andrew Carter, if you're listening, oh, Andrew. Aaron Carter? Andrew Patterson? Patterson. Patterson. Andrew Patterson, if you're listening, I'm coming for you. It's going to be good. This this is shaping up to be a pretty wild ride. Uh, So speaking of wild rides, (laughs) I don't know how to segue. I love Uh, that one, though. That was great. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Was was Two Dope Queens a wild ride? Our hidden gem this week is Two Dope Queens. Every episode. Every episode is a wild ride. Two Dope Queens. I would say it's a wild ride. I honestly feel like that's how our dynamic was on set. It was yeah, just that show. We are also a wild ride. We, <laughs> we were too. Did you guys just do that? Constantly just getting stand ups to come in and, and do stand up? Oh, God. I w- during no, the show? Us, like, we would play a different stand up every day. I, oh. I have to say. Okay, do, 
do Louis. Remember, I just remember like I, when you brought up Two Dope Queen. Yeah, yeah. You made this was Aaron's <laughs> suggestion. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I just love it. He's laying the blame on you. No, I'm cu- I'm curious. I want to know more about it. Go on. In a very positive way, Aaron was like, hey, like, have you heard this? And I was like, I haven't. She's like, you should hear it. You'd love it. And then we should talk about it. And I was like, great. And then I like binged everything ever that they never had to say. But you, Aaron, made a lot more sense to me after I heard the podcast. Really? Like yeah. my personality? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean this. I really it's all coming out now. It's just, it's just like a loud millennials. <laughs> <laughs> We don't even need to talk about me anymore. Like, that's just, that's the perfect description. (laughs) You know what is interesting to me about this? And I'm going to go there right out of the gates. Yeah. Is that uh, I never met you guys before, and I didn't know anything about you at all. I hadn't seen a photo of you guys. And I was like, two dub queens. Interesting. And, like, listening to it, I was just like, hmm, I wonder, you know, because they talk about a lot of, uh, like, at least initially. Like, I listened to the first six episodes and a lot of the comedy, at least through the first six episodes, and yeah. I'm sure throughout the rest of them as well, uh, has to do with being like a young black woman in New York City or just in America, you know? So... As you can see, it's a podcast, <laughs> yeah. Aaron. They no, but that's know. what's beautiful it's about this, about yeah. their podcast, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. and the, com- the comics they bring in. Uh, I guess to like, talk a little bit about what it is. It's a podcast, Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson, I believe is her last name? Yep. Robertson? I think it's Robinson. One of the two. Sorry, I fucked that up. Name. Anyway... But uh, one of them, she writes for Broad City, I believe. And then Jessica Williams, y- you might know from the, Daily, on the show? Daily Show, senior correspondent. Oh, love it. Yeah. And so I was, I was loosely familiar with them before this. And it actually made a note to myself to listen to this podcast and then didn't get around to it until you guys suggested it. But um, yeah, every episode is basically them just being funny and just having a conversation in front of a live audience and then bringing on two or three comedians to do like 10 minutes of material or something, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Always different. I mean, I mean, Amazing. Ama- the, and the people they get, it's great. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. I, well, I was just going to say, my, <laughs> my girlfriend actually got me onto this show. I'm like, it's so, I, I don't know. It, she has such a thing for sassy, uh, like hilarious black women. Black women, it's sassy black because women. because I am not one. Hmm. She's filling that void with two up queens, but it's um I I was Im- immediately in love with it. It's such a diverse group of comedians and people on every sense of the word. Like totally, not just them, but whoever they bring in. I mean, they do, and they do a great job of making uh, like the the shit they talk about is relatable. I think to everybody, probably because of the generation that they belong to or I mean not everybody but everybody that's a fan of the show like you know I, I, I remember in the first there's a lot of stuff that I thought was really funny Jessica Williams talking about her relationship with her boyfriend her white boyfriend and just like things that they run into and I mean we you know we've talked about like race and shit like that a little bit on the podcast before but like I don't know, man. There's something for everybody. There's yeah. like something for everybody. Oh, man. And they always just go there, too. I think yeah. that's yeah. what I love about it is there's just Nothing no is off limits. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it's, I'm, I respect that. I'm like, that's... The butt sex episode? I, I fell in love during the latest episode <laughs> where Jessica Williams was explaining Sublime to oh. the other host and just like, oh, it's just like some white guy shit. Like, if you've ever known a white guy at a bonfire to pull out, like, just reach around and pull out a guitar... You know you're fucking here in Santeria, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's, that's too true." And right. you know, what? You okay. So on that, on that whole note, I mean, uh, Andrew, you were talking about like race and stuff as well. I think that it spoke to me a lot because I feel, I really feel like, uh, as you've seen with Netflix making shifts and bringing on shows like Master of None and, and Dear White People. Whatever, Absolutely. These shows are not. I mean, they're absolutely amazing, and they're ever so smart and um, but they're also just I think they're getting attention because they're the first time we actually hear this point of, point of, point of view like up yeah. until up until like Master of None it was just Friends and Seinfelds and, 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 and whatever other white people think were mad about you or whatever was going on right yeah and like Master of None isn't necessarily like a brilliant story it's just the first time we've heard that perspective and that's why I love this podcast because it's like you know, it's 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 these two black women, but are 
but it, it's not necessarily black stuff. It's relationship stuff. Totally. It's, it's, oh, I like this on TV. It's music. It's just whatever. But yeah. It sounds so fresh because they're finally having, they're getting a voice. God. Yeah. yeah. They're just talking. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're just talking about the, the. You know what is funny too? Uh, to build on that, the flip of that that I found very interesting is that I've never really been one to be on board with racial humor because I kind of generally just find it lazy. Like I think there's a lot of comedians li- like like uh, you know Russell Peters. Like his whole his whole shtick is kind of like he's got all the accents and you know maybe because he's a visible minority. I think like it was like almost like oh yeah like cool he's like turning the whole thing on, on its head but like I kind of find that stuff boring most of the time but for some reason these two women whenever they talk about the, as the same thing, yeah right? sure go ahead well they're not playing no, on stereotypes helping you with this well they kind of are like when like in the I'll say this kind of I, like I started at the beginning instead of like the news episodes I listened to the first oh. several and like what like one of them that I found hilarious was they were talking about. Uh, Coachella okay. a lot they reference it a lot yeah. and they have like they do an impression of like a, so a, like a white girl good. at Coachella yeah. with her like rosé that she snuck in oh man <laughs> hilarious and then and then another thing that I was just or two other things that I was just dying at was when uh, the, there's an episode where they're trying to get Phoebe a date and there's like they're like are there any single men in the audience and they like end up they like pick three guys and they do some like crowd work <laughs> But like two of the three guys are, are white dudes and Jessica Williams is just like, she knows everything about the guy before she's like, she's like, what do you work in? Finance? He's just like finance. She's like, no. And anyway, she gets enough of this stuff, right? She's like, tell me I can't look at a white guy and tell you everything about him. Tell me I can't. And she just like goes on this like, and you know, I, maybe it's because it's an original angle that I'm not used to as much and it, maybe it mellows out a little bit later, but for whatever, I don't know, like. There's my, something they're doing. My favorite part I about the whole show is the first bit, though. Like, I mean, I like stand-up, and yeah. uh, it, and the stand-ups they have are good, so it's it's also fun to listen to. But I find the most fun part is just them interacting with one another. Oh, they're sure. fucking, they're just you know? besties, and, and then, they're hilarious. Then the stand-up is just kind of like, oh, you know, I'm sitting there laughing, discovering new comedians, which I guess is kind of the point. Yeah. But the first half is just golden, you know, just well, them shooting like, the shit. Well, I think, to your point, it's so, it's just anecdotal, right? Like, oh, it's not man. a joke. It's not a written thing. It's not, like, racial humor or sexual yeah. humor. It's just, like, factual. Life. That's what's it's just so, their life. It's just yeah. life. That's yeah. the kind of humor I think gets to me the best where i'm just like oh it's so true fuck it's just hilarious there's a lot of good uh i mean i'll shut up about it after this because i kind of been dominating the conversation but i i was i don't even remember what episode it was but uh there's just like a lot of interracial relationship jokes at least through the first couple episodes and i was just like you know i haven't had like any sort of crazy experiences but there was just so much where i was just like oh man Jessica Williams, she like she gets it, man. She's t- 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 the funniest, funniest shit. So, Great. W- what was the motivation for picking two dope queens? Like, is, was um, that the first thing that came to mind, or? <laughs> Remember what we thought about? We were, we were, we were like, we identi- thought so much. We were like, I gotta say, sorry. That resonated with me and resonated <laughs> with you, and we literally settled on the perfect. <laughs> The perfect thing. It was like, th- th- could it possibly be any more LGBTQ, racially diverse? Yes. Just everything. We, exactly. This Our is the first podcast we've ever. I know. I was just going to say about. that, but I was also just about to oh, say shit. we should just start a four-person podcast. Yeah. Because look at our group right now. You know, given what we're talking about, like. <gasps> They can't look at us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we could. Do they know. They know. Light bulb went off. Let me correct myself. Let's start a four-person video podcast. Woo. Oh my god! Is there a word for that? And I wouldn't be able to wear Vi- vodcast. Video, video cast? I don't know. Anyway, I'm not wearing PJs. So you guys were you guys were debating what to suggest. You have different ideas. Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh man, we had the best text thread just daily we'd just send like not any words just like sister act two hidden gems it would just be like for hidden gems options and <laughs> I, I think that one came up like seven times and i just uh, never chose to acknowledge it i just it. wanted to do that one <laughs> I, I, I knew that was a daryl suggestion i just like everyone I to know that i ruined daryl's week by not choosing sister act two i can't even say it i'm over it yeah what? no it uh i but aaron did say it like, i no there i these, there were these things that were just the to a, we, we, I think we have a similar... But it was all comedy, it seems. Yeah. Definitely comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have a similar 
um, things resonate with us in a, in, in a similar way as like minorities. Yeah. And we were like, how about all this gay stuff? And I was like, how about all this colored people stuff? <laughs> And then we found this perfect thing where they kind of addressed all of it. And it's so, it's just, I think we both really love sort of authenticity and and that's their big push in this Toot Up Queens. I think it's just so fresh and authentic. That's their thing, right? It doesn't hurt that it's hilarious. Yeah, I have have no cachet, but I would go so far as to say (laughs) that this is possibly the most important podcast out there right now. I think I think that like, I hope they find this and then tweet all of us and then they yeah. know that people Yeah, that's care. secretly why I was doing that. This is no, secretly just I was trying no. to get noticed. All, 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 in all seriousness though, in all seriousness, like I think that like there's uh, you know, like I you got hardcore history is popular among my friends, you know, Malcolm Glad- revisionist history, Bill Simmons podcast, there's you know all the classic podcasts from like over the last, I don't know, five years that people are super into, but like this is hilarious. And I feel like it could very easily be dismissed as just like another comedy podcast, but it uses comedy to address so much relevant stuff, Yeah, which I think good comedy does, hmm. yeah. but like in perfect, perfectly packaged, like, I don't know. I just like, I, I fucking love it. It's you know amazing. what else is hilarious? <laughs> what? Fair trade. Whoa! Big jump, big jump. Did you Yo. know that Koji Koji worked on his Segway game through the first 15 <laughs> minutes of this episode? Okay, Google, what's my next Segway? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, fair trade. I watched all the episodes before it was released, um, mainly because I had to interview the guys who created it. So I didn't want to go in blind. You know, and I thought it was amazing. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this. I turned it on. And I was like, wait, is that is that Daryl? What the fuck? I <laughs> thought for sure sh- for a really so, long time. So did my parents. Well, I thought <laughs> for sure you'd be like, yo, man, I'm doing this bunce thing. Because like me and uh, like full disclosure, me and Daryl know each other from before this. What? I, I thought I thought for sure you'd Duh. be like, hey, I'm, I'm in this bunce thing. But then, no, I just turned it on. I'm like, wait, that guy looks kind of familiar. What's going on here? Yeah. And uh, yeah. it was, and and then surprise number two, it was good. Just kidding. Also, sick. Sick burn. So that's that's. I can address that. Yeah. I can explain. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had a. Um, we. Uh, what, I, I read something about the about the show, about how brands are starting to kind of get in on the on the content creation game yeah but also but like in a subtle way right in a way that in a way that it's not like a walking talking commercial for buns yeah mm-hmm. yeah i i did i don't know aaron i can't i can't speak for you but i i didn't feel like it was like the buns show no yeah. i think buns allowed us to just yeah. play and create and tell stories and like be, be a three-actor or three-character dynamic. Oh, man, no. I have never had so much fun than I did shooting Fairtrade. And I... And you have a lot of fun. I'm wrong, guys. Yeah. I have a lot of fun. <laughs> I am so fun. No. <laughs> but it was... Uh, yeah, they gave us so much freedom. Like, I, I think, yeah. like, the directors were so open to just us doing whatever we wanted hopefully it was funny but um yeah we just i don't know we we, we did our own thing I, I think buns let us do that i feel like fair trade is another hidden gem that that is worth mentioning on this episode but because i i watch it and to your point about it not being a commercial to me it just seemed like because buns is such a big thing especially in toronto like a, a cultural thing even that it was just set against that backdrop it wasn't even like hey and let me go to my buns app and then like trade this thing it wasn't it wasn't that at all and i, I gotta say that like everyone on the show is such a huge character it's hilarious <laughs> and i especially like you guys were great but i especially love your landlord or like uh the guy who oh owns the God. place or whatever i was like dying he is a hidden gem yeah Can we oh. yeah he's 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 amazing. Yeah. I, I, I weirdly am like a fanboy <laughs> of Anand. 
Like, I like, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He knows this. On set, I was like, hey, man, listen, if it's weird, if I take too long to say my line because I'm gazing wistfully into your eyes, you will know why. Yeah. So I'm a fan. Totally. I mean, and, and that, that, doesn't stop, that doesn't just stop with, with uh, on and obviously Julian yeah. Richards yeah. has an episode. There's like everyone, like David Hayter, man. David Hayter. Oh, man. The voice oh. of Solid Snake. <laughs> David. Boom. David. Yeah. I mean, that's not all. He, up. I spent yeah. like the well, first he did a bunch of shit, of but this, yeah. Oh, of this sh- of the shoot being like. Tell me about X Men. Yo, yo, what day? Yeah, I think we took so many creepy photos of him, but like he knew on the day we were doing that. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I, he was to down. Get a I assume he's. Box, Koji. I was like, get in this box. Oh, amazing! Just and just approach yeah. <laughs> <Just laughs> around. <laughs> nice. I, like I assume that. he's used to it. So you know. Uh, really he strikes me he as the kind so of guy that's cool. probably had a lot of like cons and there's people probably saying just that you know yeah he definitely did not seem like the, like this he had he had no ego he was so he was so cool to work with so real quick and you can correct me if i'm wrong the show is about uh, a bunch of millennials who kind of are uh things aren't really working their way and they don't really have a lot of money and so they don't know where to turn and then they find out about this whole bartering system and decide okay you know what let's just let's just lean into this whole bartering thing and see where it takes us and then they just go on some wild adventures oh they lean all the way in the cat the cat episode is like (laughs) the best and you know what speaking of leaning all the way in yeah i don't know if you meant it facetiously but when you say they lean all the way in they we really do the characters really do like the the character that the show is supposed to kind of be like the reference they gave me on the phone quickly uh when i first got the call about the job was was that they were like it's always sunny meets community and like the community <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah these like super shows. super like, small <laughs> shoes to fill yeah like, you know so chill no short energy order short order no <laughs> energy between in. those two shows yeah. for yeah. sure there's what's cool, what's what's cool is that um you know you take these sort of hyper fantasy worlds that community builds with like box forts and that kind of stuff yeah which could which could easily happen in our world. And as you can see from the cat episode, yeah. where it goes toward the end is just like completely insane. And yeah, and it's supposed to be that over the top, right? Like it, it is, I think there's a term for it, but it, it's like, it is, it's over the top television. Like they yeah. go to these places that you just never would, but that's the point is it's complete absurdity, right? We, yeah, I was gonna say absurdist. They always take it just as far as it could possibly go. And then they're like, you know what? I'm gonna take it farther. I'm just taking yeah, it a yeah. little bit farther. Well, so. <laughs> it will be a cartoon for sure <laughs> yeah, next, yeah, yeah. next season. You know, something that maybe takes it too far in a bad way. Whoa. Wait. Atomic yeah. Blonde? I knew you were going to segue, yeah. but I was going to segue the other way. <laughs> I was going to segue the other way and be <laughs> like, speaking, speaking of over the top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, it, do, uh, it, do it, do it, do it. Well, I mean, Koji already did it. Now yeah. I can't remember what my segue was. He fucked it all up. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Atomic Blonde. Uh, whose choice was that? Yo, real talk, uh, super my choice. Um, I think that this is the funniest part of this, is that if you put Atomic Blonde and two dub queens together, like, really, there doesn't <laughs> need to be anything else to explain me as a human. Like, that's it. Okay. And it is, I have no shame. I almost feel like it's just, I'm, it's it's still something I love. Like, it's not even the, the thing that you hate that you should love. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I, in love with it. I need to like, th- th- go ahead. I don't, what, I'm just trying to figure out Andrew's how I want to articulate losing his mind right now. I watched this movie. Okay. I, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie and being like, oh, cool. It's like John, John Wick, John Wick with Charlize Theron. Like I'm in, Ooh, didn't nice. end up seeing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, but I did want to see it. Yeah. So then it was recommended and Koji's like, oh yeah, that's the, like, you gotta love it for this week. And I was like, Ooh, is it like Ooh. fucking, is it brutal? Like I, cause I, I know like one or two people that saw it and I didn't really get a review from them, but I watched this movie and I was like, I'll be real with you. I found it very easy to love. We've watched some crazy shit though. So I'm just giving you like a full, like, you know, like we've seen some just. Yeah. Unwatchable. uh, Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, and we've had to find things to love. And they're like at points in this movie, I was like, okay, I can see like, this is kind of like cheese or this is kind of lame or this is kind of lazy. Yeah. But like, fuck, man. There were yeah. parts where I was like, "Yo!" One of the things that strikes me Yo. 
as so good about this movie is that like when she's being interrogated, she's just like bruised and beaten and like a lot of these over the top superhero movies because it is over the top. The like hero comes out basically unscathed. Like maybe they have a bullet wound and they're wearing like if a, it's a woman. They're wearing oh man, like a a sling day. or whatever, but there's never any bruises or cuts oh. or anything. And she, she was just like, like hammered shit. Eye. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, she gets I, I thought that was cool. Into it. But that, I mean, guys, I thought we were going like, to ease our way into the fight. Sorry. But uh, this is what is so great about this film, is yeah. the fight sequences. And I won't lie, the first half, like the first maybe like quarter of the movie, I was like, okay, take it or leave it. I'm a big fan of fight sequences. Yeah. And then this one fight sequence happens where it's, it's so, oh, no man. Yeah. And it is hand-to-hand, and then she just starts finding shit around her to hit people with and it's like it is of course it's a of course it's past the point of reality because it's a movie and that's what it is but it yeah. is so realistic they, yeah, they take it their feels, time yeah you can feel them getting hit like oh, oh. girls like, fighting like, gets like, to me so further that's sort of great <laughs> do a lot of people you know don't Over not that. like this movie do, do you know a lot of people who don't like this movie I feel like if there was a spectrum of like what is like you, it's so bad that it's hard to love this one might be like a little closer to the middle like maybe yeah. this was a poor right, right. poor choice but I do feel like it fell like into forgettable? a lot of tropes yeah, yeah. I, had, I had a lot of things to say about it after you mean I, like hot hot French secret agent that is like a seductress you know what that's never I'm been done I'm not mad about that though no, I'm, I'm not I mean I'm <laughs> yo I mean I'm not I'm not mad about it we were just talking about yeah. tropes. Yeah, no, well, exactly. I, I think like John Wick was an excellent like reference because it, it's like just it's just chaos for two hours and it's awesome and the plot is like mm, this plot. <laughs> Dog gets killed. Guy goes fucking on a homicidal rampage. Yeah, and with with the with the end of uh, I read I read a couple of reviews in preparation for today Ooh, because I was nice. like because I, I had to I had to like put my finger on like. I was like, why, why did Aaron make you watch this? <laughs> okay. Did you like it? Yeah. I, um, well, See no, hang on a second. Okay. Interesting. We're getting, into it. It, it, we're getting took, into it. it took the articulation of a good, like, you know, Atlantic top critic for me to really articulate what I was like. Yes. Oh, that's what I, that, like, I couldn't deny the great things that were being said about this film. And they, uh, one of the main ones was, and this kind of went across a couple different, um, Reviews was it like the plot was like blah 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 <laughs> yeah blah. like it was just it was just nonsense even the end like the, the, oh. the one of them was like I don't know why that happened at the end do we the ruin confusion. things on this show oh yeah yeah, yeah. ruin things we we it's it's, it's spoiler like, she's central a she's a triple agent she's for this person she's their country she's a football player. a lot of bait and switch a lot yeah of bait it was and switch. a lot of yeah. that and it was like it, it just but it didn't the things that were good about it the things that it was trying to do way way outweigh that this yeah. didn't need a plot yeah I, and that's yeah. why i think it's in the you gotta love it section is like eh, yeah it's definitely not a perfect film but there are so many things about this yeah. film that are worth loving yeah i think i think through the lens of uh of of this show why it might be relevant is that like as you know i know a lot of people it doesn't quite fall in the category of like great wall or emoji movie but there's a lot of people that were like they heard one or two people be like it was okay and they're like oh fucking whatever i don't i'm not gonna bother with that movie yeah but like hopefully us being stoked about it will make somebody be like i'll give it a chance and then just have their mind fucking like liquefied by that the beginning of the third act that fight sequence like yeah it like it reminded me of like old boy like the the korean the original old boy in like the fighting is so visceral. Like it's like I, or even the raid, even though the raid is a lot more flowery, it's like ornate because it's like everybody is like an insane martial artist. This just get, it starts off always like, okay, close quarter combat. Like I know my moves, but then in like three minutes devolves into clear people just like trying to survive and you, every fight, like it's like, like when that dude gets like fucking, stabbed all those times and he's just trying to like he's he's like he's trying to like come up the stairs because he's like if I don't do anything she's gonna kill me but I might just die anyway like that's you could it, it was amazing like it was so so, so that, that's another example of like where where I don't need plot and some sort of mind-blowing thing that, that honestly like kind of want to just be left to like the, the, the filmmakers that do that very well 
This film gave me that moment where she mm. picked up, excuse me, that like ice pick or whatever. The yeah, hell it's she like does. a wine, oh, a bottle yeah. opener it's or something. Like the yeah, bottle opener. Bottle opener. And Anything. The way they, the way they cut it, the way they paced it, she had it in her hand for so much longer than she stabbed him with it. Yeah, yeah. That, that I was like, I was like, oh my god, either use it or put it down. And <laughs> I can't do this anymore. And yeah. that's something that you get from this film that you don't get from the sort of profoundly run-of-the-mill intricate thrillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing that I couldn't stop thinking about when I watched this, which is kind of unfair to... The comparison I'm about to make is kind of unfair, but, like, this is what I wanted from, like, Wonder Woman. You know? Right. Like, I in my head, Wonder here's the... Wonder Woman? Th- no, you go. You go. Here's I'm the thing. Too, I'm worked up. You go. People, people you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, a big movie guy. I'm yeah. also a dude. But when Mad Max came out, we've talked about this before on the show, and people were like, oh, it's, like, such a powerful you know yeah it's nice it's refreshing to see you know a strong female character like strong female lead and i was like it is i agree there should be more but i was like what about ellen ripley what about fucking sarah connor like there are movies like basically anything that fucking uh what's his nuts avatar guy why am i james cameron cameron anything that he did like he you know there are all of these great examples throughout the history of like action and sci-fi film where there were like the movie was literally only about like a woman that was just fucking so hardcore. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be more. I love that there's more. But what I wanted to see recently when people were like raving about these movies, you know, Mad Max is a good example because Charlize Theron in that was also fucking super hardcore. Just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But like Wonder Woman, I went in after hearing everybody talk about it, expecting it to be. I don't like that, like, I can appreciate that women don't need to fit one, there can be different types of hero, you know? But like, World War, World War I, she fucking runs through like no man's land and like not a hair out of place. She's got those like boots and stuff. I'm fine with the costume, whatever, but like, <laughs> I wanted to see like, if she's fucking throwing tanks, just a little bit of grit, you know? Like, I, and this entire movie was like, she, she, she felt so capable, like Atomic Blonde herself or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, Lorraine, like she, like, there's like something about the way they filmed it and the grittiness to it that made me appreciate like, I, it's not like I didn't, at, very early on I stopped thinking of it as like, oh, this is like a female secret agent movie. It was just like fucking male or female. This yeah. is just like a fucking hardcore that's secret agent. Like that's, exactly. this is the way to do it. Like don't, don't like, and she still has obviously her like feminine, traditionally feminine qualities like the, the rest of the time, but it was just like, I don't know. Nailed it. I thought. I thought it was great. You know, uh, this is a little bit, because this is a little bit what we said about two dope girls, queens earlier. <laughs> Queen. Two dope queens earlier, right? <laughs> like, like it not having to be uh, like a story about a a leading heroic action woman. Yeah. Doesn't have to be about a leading heroic action woman. It can just be a woman that's doing badass shit in the yeah, movie. Yeah, she's just good at her job. That's all we're ta- that's all we're talking about. There's no need to be like, but guys, like guys, she's a girl, but she's a girl though. Yeah, and there wasn't yeah. a lot of that in the movie. Like there is there is the course, the, yeah, the yeah. obvious like some dude makes a comment maybe once or twice and she's just like F- I'll fucking kill you. But like, yeah. it wasn't like co- like through the entire debriefing there was no like po- like oh like you know this agent's a woman you know like, there was yeah. none of that. It was just like yo this fucking chick is like gonna what were you gonna say about Wonder Woman because Yo. your face I right now because your face yeah it contorted a little bit she's a fired but it then, give me give me this Yo, mic no I'm mic. just kidding I okay I now I just feel like I don't need to say it but listen here's the thing about Wonder Woman do you agree I'm with me about Wonder Woman I totally agree yeah it was and still totally male gazy right yeah it, it but like what I will give don't you dare take a selfie of me while I'm raging about Wonder Woman. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm Too not late. raging, ladies. I'm so down for it. But uh, Wonder Woman. I I like that it was so self-aware. Like I will say that they like Chris Pine's character is so wonderful in that film and so supportive, I think, of her being a female badass. And I, I do I like that relationship. But what I think what made me, I can only speak for myself, uh, be drawn more to a movie like Atomic Blonde than Wonder Woman is because, yes, she's a super badass, but then at the end of the movie, I'm like, this bitch has been throwing tanks, 
And then she needs to think about a man yeah. in order to live at the end. Waits for like him to in- like, initiate. And I get it. I get it. In a in a superhero movie that has a leading man, yes, they also have love interests. I totally get that. I totally get that. But what I like about Atomic Blonde is, again, it kind of flips what I've seen before on its head. She yeah. has a she has a love interest. It's a woman. Mm-hmm. Super cool. But it's also not what gives her her power. It's not what gives her her strength. Her sexuality is a portion of herself, and yeah. it's fucking badass. But I yeah. felt like there was this big shift in Wonder Woman where it was all of a sudden yeah. she, she needed this relationship with this man in yeah. order to save the world. Like, I, uh, then yeah, again, totally. just me. All, all I no like and all it's, n- it's a great movie. I'm just like that's the next step. You know, I it's don't an think okay it's, movie. It's a <laughs> <laughs> I think it just needs to people need to stop sensationalizing. It. Well, no, it's just like why is it any why is it need to be more of a conversation than hmm. like Batman? Like I, I just it was it was just as good if not way better than any of those films and yet everybody's harping on it just yeah. because it's a big deal that a female directed it and it was a bajillion dollars to make totes you know totes. and i'm like that's cool she's gonna make the second one duh it my made money <laughs> like it, we yeah. can stop talking about it now but my anyway. my my <laughs> my go, feelings <laughs> nice feelings on wonder Ooh. woman can be summed up by two things one i just wanted robin wright to be wonder woman like she's in that movie oh I, like i was just like that's Don't what wonder woman should be like look at how fucking look at how awesome she is yeah Two. Now she gets her own show, though. We don't need True. to talk about that. Moving on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> what? Moving on. Number two, though, <laughs> is, yeah, the love interest thing. Like, I was even fine with the love interest, but, like, the way they set her character up in the beginning, just, like, take it. I don't mean, like, okay. That's she's, like, unaware not, not, of it? Yeah, yeah like, I see what you're saying. Oh, not, totally. not, not just take it, like, I'm not, you know, <laughs> supporting the idea of her like raping Chris Pine of course but like I just meant no I just meant like in the beginning she's so nonplussed by the idea of sex she's like yeah I read about it I get I like you know I've, I've never like done it but but she doesn't care like he's nude in that you know like and yeah. and so initially I was like okay cool like that's kind of flipping it it's it doesn't feel quite as male gazy but then like there's this weird transition where she then like has to wait for him to like exactly. come to the room and like there's this whole it completely flips where i'm like nah man like she's a fucking amazon like if she is feeling all like hyped up on the moment she would just like <laughs> go to chris pine and be like yo okay i'm i'm like ready like yo, I'm ready. i hope you're ready because this <laughs> shit is going down yeah. chris fucking pine would be like yeah i'm ready i'm fucking wonder, woman. wonder woman yeah. yeah so anyway that's enough about wonder woman but yeah. i i, I I don't know. I th- I thought this was like a dope movie. I I liked it, and I actually kind of found myself at the end. I was like, I don't know how well this movie did, mm-hmm. but I would be down for them to have like a second chance I to like to tell another well story with this character. You know, like Atomic Brunette. Yeah. Let's be, let's get it going. So you saw, and that took place when the Berlin Wall was coming down. So you could like oh easily. Oh man, the style, the visual aspect you know of what, it. Oh you know what man. I would love to see? Tell me. Let, let's break down all the walls. Let's have like an Atomic Blonde sequel where it is somebody like Robin Wright, for example, and it's like an an older secret agent that's a woman that's like fucking, you know, it'd be and like young M from Bond, like mm-hmm. how she got Always. to that lofty also position. Also colored. <laughs> like, bring it on. How, wick- how wicked would that be? So wicked. Anyway. I'm into that. I'm not going to lie, guys. I went to this movie at 12 p.m. the Thursday prior to it opening. So I will be there. You were hyped up. Yeah. So, like, you got to love it. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I did. It was easy. This was a a great episode. I had no difficulty. It's been kind of like a stressful week. So it was, like, nice to, like, I was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) But then, but no. It was great. Now's the point of the show where we suggest things for our listeners, something that you maybe encountered this week, or, I mean, for us it's this week, but for you guys it's whenever, that you think that uh, you should shout out, that people should check out. So, as an example, for me, I'm still on the synthwave kick. So, you know, I did Time Cop 1983 last week. This week it'll be Magic Sword. Guys, check out Magic Sword. He's loving these cis, like, revival of... uh, Millennials 
yeah. mean, they're not all millennials, but you know, young people using like discovering old sounds. Like they saw Stranger Things and they were, I mean, yeah, basically. I'm really shitting all I over mean, them. I love it and I'm just kidding, but you know but what I mean? They're th- like, this was way before that though. I know. All these I albums just meant came like, out before that, but this shit is popping off right now. I just found I'm, out about it way after. I am so. one of these millennials. Daryl knows me well and I will be checking that out. Yeah. I'm Do into it. these sounds. <laughs> Magic Sword, check it out. It's, oh it's so crazy. It. Sounds dope. Yeah. Dope. And Andrew, what do you got for us? I got another comic. I recommended a comic on our last episode, yeah. Secret Empire, which was nice. This one is very much in keeping with sort of the theme about um, stories being told from a perspective of like a visible minority or, you know, just things that are a little bit out of the ordinary, voices we haven't heard. And it is uh, Tanahitsi Coates' run on Black Panther. Which oh, okay. I recently started reading. I'm about four chapters in. In my head, it was either Black Panther, Miles Morales as Spider Man, no, or, Ca- or or Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel, I guess. Captain Marvel? Yeah. No, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yeah, like the the Muslim American teenage. Yeah, it was Marvel. one of those yeah. three. No, this shit is 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 sick. Cause like I've never really I've I've only I'm a huge comic nerd for our guests here who may or may not know this. I I love all comics, but I am also a superhero comic fan and I have never really read a lot about Black Panther the movie's coming out obviously he's always been present in the stories I've read but never like the focal point and a friend of mine got uh, for my birthday which was recently this like 12 issue hardcover collected of um, the African American author Tanahitsi Coates you know what I'm talking about? You guys know what I'm talking about? Okay just check him out he's like critically acclaimed yeah and he Marvel tapped him to write Black Panther. So it's like uh, Marvel, other than maybe Luke Cage, Marvel's most prominent black hero mm. being written by a black author who normally writes like book. Like, it's not like a comic book, right? He's just like an author. Like, and it's yeah. fucking cool. It's like, there's like a lot of nuance in there and it's like, you know, it's just like a good, it's a good story and the art is, is gorgeous and it's just really enjoying it. So again, like. Also as an amendment to that, you should check out the Bill Simmons podcast episode with him on it. Do they talk about Black Panther? No, but oh. it just, just to get an idea of who the guy is. Yeah, for sure. Let's like keep it. Let's keep it rolling. You guys don't have to recommend something this in this vein, but like there you go, right there. That's cool. Yeah. This is a good episode. I do, but diversity. Diversity. No, no, no. Uh, I don't read because I'm a millennial, so I have no books or anything. You just so what, jokes, what Instagram jokes. should we follow? Um, what? No, what? I'm just kidding. Oh. I, I'm going to stick it in this vein, and yeah. I'm going to say Haywire. It's a movie. Um, if you liked this episode and you're down with Atomic Blonde, it is a sweet... Like, I'm going to get in so much trouble if this is wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Soderbergh. It's Soderbergh. Thank God. Would have felt I can't believe that I didn't even think to bring that. I've seen that movie. It is. It's a great recommendation. I, I basically, I, I just love... I, I used to do fight like stage combat and this movie changed oh, yeah. me she used to be a fighter she was i think a boxer I'm yeah not sure what she was fighting, she was like mma mma i think MMA, yeah, yeah and she arts. does the oh it, it's unreal it's super visceral very similar like channing tatum combat. ewan mcgregor, oh, ewan mcgregor. bill paxton super great uh antonio banderas see it's just yeah. one it's great fastbender michael douglas good reco that's a good that's a good pull that's a good pull yeah all the pressure's um, on now. <laughs> what? Uh, so something that could be anything. Could be music. Reading. You should try reading. reading. Oh, that's a good <laughs> hit. What's wrong gem? with you? Uh, I don't want to. Okay, there's an album um, that just today, like ten hours ago, they announced the Grammys. It was nominated up against like Jay and Childish and Kendrick, and it's um, Is it by this artist called Rhapsody. I don't know if you guys know Rhapsody. And I'm over here being like, I'm over here being like, why does he silently here? just this Layla's microphone? wisdom? Layla's wisdom. This album, get it in your face. Like, like get I, it in your face. I, I, I'm, I'm totally so, support your recommendations. I don't think yeah. that I'm like I don't streaming. Think that was more excited. She's got like twenty something thousand Instagram followers. She's it's, she's not big. She's it's like it's it's so crazy. This album is like what you know in light of what we spoke about today. It is just, it's not a, it's not a, oh, it's a girl rapper. It's like Busta Rhymes and Red and Meth are saying this is the best rapper that walks the earth right now. Right now. That's what they're saying about Rhapsody. I respect that you just held on to this, like, sweet nugget until the very end. I'm 
Everyone's so uh, excited over here. No I, one can see their faces, but the excitement. I got my elbow yeah. in the rim no. right now. This is the that's yeah. how I feel right now. Yeah. About, to get to get hip hop, <laughs> nice. I yeah, I fuck with Rhapsody, man. She oh like, I I I remember listening to uh, to Pimp a Butterfly, mm -hmm. and uh, she has that verse where, and I was just like. Yo, who is this? What yeah. is happening? And I that's like how I listen to rap. If I hear I'm just like, oh fuck. Look that shit up. Listen to like all of her material up into that point. And I could not agree more. Like her new record from this year. Yeah. Amazing. People are sleeping on it. Like it's I shit. It's amazing. She's so good. Well, we'll throw one of those at the it end it of this. Yeah, up, we'll it belongs up there. I mean, I don't know if she'll win. I just think like That'd be too much of a political, like whatever, whatever. But I actually think she could like shake a stick up, at, up like to Kendrick. Like that's amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's that, this has been a treat. Yeah. it's been all gems, all gems. You gotta love it. Yeah. Everything, yeah. it's all good. You gotta love it. Amazing. Also, okay. So really quick before we before we go, uh, where do people check out Fair Trade? Okay, Fair Trade. Bunslife.com. Yeah. Bunslife.com. Uh, also, their Facebook page, like yeah. Buns, if you go to Buns' Facebook page, and also I think they linked it. So it's like, it, it's all the same if you go to their Facebook page, if you go to their... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And how do people find you? What, do you guys have the social medias? Oh my God, hashtag social. Social. Social, you can find me on the social. Uh, yeah, for sure. I guess I'm an avid Instagrammer. <laughs> Dude, is just this where make I sure give you everyone my Instagram handle? Yeah, but make sure is they find the right word? Aaron Carter. Okay, guys, right? real talk. It is E R I N M, because you got to put that middle initial in there. Well, Carter. ever since that other Aaron Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's real incognito. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron M. Carter at Aaron M. Carter. At Aaron M. Carter. It's really the Instagram stories oh to follow if you like douche coffee. Yo, I love coffee. No, that's wrong, though. I do read, too, I promise, guys. <laughs> I, I post all about it. Just kidding. And, <laughs> and Daryl? Mine is uh, at, like the little at symbol. Yeah. <laughs> Shift, you. and then you press, you press two. Two. And then it's Daryl Faria, my first and last name, D-A-R-R-E-L-L. F is in Freddie, A-R-I-A. Nice. Check me out. Saul's middle initial. Check me out for stories of me getting drunk with my brother. Oh, my and God. It's like, it's not that interesting. It is the Thank most you. interesting, and actually. Before, before I, I plug also show Tail Coffee. Our, oh Shout yes, Show Tail Coffee for the, putting the, up with us today. This episode is live from Hail Coffee. But before Junction I plug Triangle. our social media, I just gotta Get say, some. and I've told everyone who will listen, Daryl gives the best best man speeches you'll ever <laughs> hear in your entire life. That was like to this how day. Much? We we how much your Darryl. services cost? So epic. It's <laughs> actual uh, triple scale. Elise and I were just like. How does no one have a video of this thing? I want to play it over and over again. Anyway, uh, follow us on social media at BunsPod on all the... Oh, sorry, at LoveItPod on all it. of the uh, social medias. And uh, there'll be a photo of you ranting about oh, uh, no. Wonder Woman. Wonder you guys Woman. Are see how red my face is. On the socials. <laughs> all right. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been a treat. Keep loving it. I feel the energy. Hey. It's coming Took me a century Get next to Plus Mesa and Amazing Invested in So I feel the energy Invested pursuit I never read the 48 line The power of the dusty make a grown man cry The day I came up pop my mama I saw a grown man cry they say it has magic powers, even magic ain't die. Wake your bot to sleep and take a 3M car ride. He said the booty, only thing between him and God. They love the booty, sacrifice their family and job. Bash make police feel powerful in the hood. Guns make us feel powerful, but they don't do no good. I know my blackness powerful and they don't like that. I know some niggas so dead, sit back and watch them tap dance. Bombs over Baghdad that have a flag to brag about. Don't make you a big boy, cause you got a nice stack. Carolina homeboy, you know we keep a stack house. It's power when you know the game, I'm feeling like a champ now. I went to rap rap, homie get out the trap house. I want the power to be able to rap about what I rap about. 
black child, God loving textiles, point blank death smile, Steph Curry projectile, I saw the gold from eight miles, every stone you threw I picked it up and built a powerhouse, caught a case, I got murder in my profile, niggas still billing me, see that's just the appeal of me, respect on my name, why y'all niggas so emotional, power, power, power. I feel your energy, hey, it's coming Took me, I said you're right, hey, to get next to you, plus Mesa and Mesa, hey, invested in you, so I feel the energy, invested person, uh, power up with the word, I got it from my God. He said a good shepherd don't trip over what they heard Let them talk the talk until the night you choose to go and purge I came in when the rest of you struggled and failed to flourish Conversations with the blurs She said I'm good as herbs Get them high, get them high from the hood to the suburbs No one can take your power even if a storm occurred It ain't man-made but whether or not you pay don't help or hurt It's a perk Jam the squad written on my shirt I got a lane but all the lines around me die that I can merge I can do what you can but you can't do the same with words as I They watch my street cred go multiply They say the streets respect the real ones The one that's really die It's just me and young blood That's where I get all of my power The night I got a chain from Mr. Flyers I gave it back when I got done rapping the same hour I ain't 5% Let's be talking to top MCs And I'm in the top of that The rest beneath me all cowards When it spits, look around It's meteor shots I watch the stars fall, fall, fall Yeah, this is what you call power Let's talk about power. Let's talk about yours and ours to pay the allowance. Let's talk about 100,000 kids raving and bouncing, craving and drowning in words the day I pronounce it. Let's talk about power. Let's talk about doers and donors. The house I built when I was homeless and sleeping in corners. Sharing Coronas and Blackie Mouse, Donuts and El Caminos, talking loud, scraping and combing, residue every morning, talk about legacy, let's talk about the life of celebrity, versus integrity, curse the first one that thirst for necessity, searching for equity, versus the earth that birthed us indefinitely, first the verse I wrote in jeopardy, surfing the laws of the universe and destiny, church and a god is all that's ever been ahead of me, uh, let's talk about my power, the golden showers, running to be on your cameras and store counters, he's bananas, competitive, we can dance, Seize the damage no more for a Peter's pants. My second LP had real niggas on Potus lawn. My seven trophies is at my granny's in heaven's arms. I'm in Jamaica like rock one. My feet is out. My hair is long and pot white coming from my mouth. Me, I go outdoors, it's time to bless up Eric. Rude boy, me, I worry about it fearless. I shot niggas and shot movies 10 years later. Dear God, why you show me so much favor amongst the haters and wickedness? Deliver the child from evil convictions and frivolous Debates about who's the permanent MC of the millennium And it's all for the Benjamins And I'm all of y'all nemesis And I'm all in our happy None of y'all can fathom who Kendrick is The only one they ever did wrote book of Genesis Motherfucker, that's power Hey, what up, Cash, man? This your boy Crunch, man, checking in. Man, I ain't heard from you in a couple weeks, man. Holler at me when you get this message, though. Holler at me. It's important. Holler at me. But, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I got a new toy. I got a brand new toy. So you know I'm getting ready to do to it, baby. Can't throw that chrome on that thing, baby. That chrome coming in June, baby. I've been chicken tasting all summer, you dig me? I've been tasting chicken all summer. Pocket muscle. That's the new thing now. Pocket muscle, a.k.a. 